0: Hi there everyone. So i Alicia here at the AWS Podcast. Great to be back with you again. Jeff Barr is traveling this week so uh, it's me on my lonesome and I thought uh, we could talk a little bit about a very important service called AWS CloudTrail. Now as you know there are lots and lots of services that we have at AWS for our customers and you get to pick and choose the ones that you use. And so I'm not very prescriptive with the customers as to which ones they use. It's really depending on their situation. So there's very few blanket recommendations that I would make. However, this is one of those blanket recommendations. This is a service you should be using. In fact, uh, I highly encourage you to stop what you're doing, go turn it on, then come back. It's that kind of service. Well, let's maybe start at the start. What is AWS CloudTrail? It is a web service that records AWS API calls for your account and delivers those log files to you. And the information recorded in these log files includes the identity of who made the API call, the time of the API call, the source IP address of the API caller, the request parameters and the response elements returned by the AWS service. So basically you see who did what and when and what happened as a result of what they did. Now this includes the API calls made via the AWS management console, the software development kits, the SDKs, command line tools, and even higher level services, things like AWS cloud formation, etc. And what this gives you is a set of information that you can use for a huge variety of purposes. The primary ones being security, security analysis, resource change tracking, and compliance auditing. It really is a very powerful mechanism to get visibility of what's happening across all of your accounts. Now these logs get created and they typically will give you the information you're looking for about 15 minutes after the API call took place. And they get stored in the S3 bucket or buckets of your choice. And we'll talk about how that looks shortly. But essentially you can go into your console, click a, a toggle switch, select a bucket. Or create a new one, and have your log files delivered. In fact, now you can turn on a trail in all regions, and also up to five trails per region automatically, which makes it really, really easy to manage. So let's kind of step back and look at you know why would we use this? Where does this fit in? So, firstly, it's all about visibility: who did what and when. So you could look at uh, you know what did a user do over a given time period. Or given a particular resource, what happened to it? Or given a whole lot of activity that I'm seeing, what was the origin of that activity? Or another thing that could happen is you're seeing failed calls. You may see calls that are failing because the permissions aren't correct. Or those permissions don't allow the user to do what they're trying to do. Which could indicate an error or it could indicate bad behavior. That's kind of up to you to figure out. Now as I mentioned, super simple to turn on, just jump into your account using the uh, management console. but You can also do it through the CLI or the SDK and you basically get those CloudTrail log files in the S3 bucket of your choice and they get delivered as JSON text. This means that it's easy to analyze with your own eyes but also from a machine perspective and we all know that the machines should be doing that kind of work. Now the other thing you can do is you can turn on Simple Notification Service. So you can tell the Simple Notification Service to uh, let you know when a log file has been delivered, which means you may pass that on to some other type of application that needs to do something. This could also include a a selection of different partner uh, solutions. So things like Alert Logic, Boundary, Logly, Splunk and Sumo Logic can all analyze natively the CloudTrail uh, log files that get sent. You can also aggregate these log files across multiple accounts and regions so that they get delivered to a single bucket. So this is really useful if you want a unified view against a a set of accounts. So you may have accounts for development and for production that are completely separate. You may have different areas of the business that operate independent accounts. But your security auditors may want to have a single unified view. This can be configured through CloudTrail to do that for you. As I mentioned, you typically get your event Uh, in the log within 15 minutes of the API call. And the important thing is that the API call is not affected, slowed down or impacted in any way from a performance perspective by the fact that the logging is activated. This makes things really, really easy. Now what other interesting things can we do? Well, We can also set uh, SNS notifications based upon what's happening from an API perspective. visible through the CloudTrail logs using CloudWatch logs. So here we're connecting two different services together. We can basically send the CloudTrail information through to CloudWatch logs, to the log group that you specified, and then create a CloudWatch alarm to receive SNS notifications when specific API activity occurs. So this gives you kind of an active trigger type scenario, which means you can take action. Now the reason why I'm sort of skirting towards this is because the profile of security in the cloud is changing. We're becoming far more active, far more involved, and far more responsive to existing events rather than operating in more of a batch mode where we're looking backwards and saying, well, what happened for a while ago and what took place? Instead, we want to be more aggressive, we want to be more proactive, we want to understand what's going on at the time it's happening so we can take corrective action. One of the neat things that the uh, CloudTrail team have done is they've created a CloudFormation template that creates a set of CloudWatch alarms and receive email notifications for critical network and security API calls made in your AWS account. So things you probably want to watch out for, things that uh, indicate significant change, you can now track and manage very easily using this CloudFormation template to create those alerts for you. So you're probably wondering, okay, Simon, what does this service actually track in terms of the API calls? And there are a few. and I'm going to give you a sample. I'm not going to read all of them out because there are a lot. But the usual suspects are all there. So from a compute perspective, EC2, auto-scaling, the ELB, the ECS container service, and AWS Lambda. From a storage perspective, things like S3, EBS, Glacier, CloudFront, databases, all the RDS stuff, Redshift, ElastiCache, From a networking perspective, Direct Connect, VPC, Route 53. Picking out some of the application services, things like Cloud Search, the Simple Queue Service, API Gateway, Cognito, Simple Email Service. From a deployment perspective, CloudFormation, OpsWorks, of course IAM is covered, um, CloudTrail itself is covered, the Key Management Service, a bunch of others in that category. From an analytics perspective, things like Amazon Kinesis, uh, the AWS Data Pipeline. And of course from an enterprise applications perspective, things like uh, Amazon WorkDocs and WorkSpaces, and other services like DynamoDB, CodeDeploy, Elastic Beanstalk. It is a big list and it is ever growing. It is also available in lots and lots of regions. In fact it's available in US East, US West, US West 2, EU Ireland, EU Frankfurt, uh, Tokyo, Sydney, Singapore, Sao Paulo, GovCloud and China in Beijing. That's lots of regions. So you're probably saying, well, is there a reason why I shouldn't do anything with this? And the answer is no, you should do it straight away. The other thing you can start to do is look at what's going on in your logs. There is no point collecting logs if you do not do analytics or take some form of action or analysis on them. You need to understand what is normal, what is not normal, what is the same, what is different so you can take appropriate corrective actions. One of the simplest ways to look at this is in the console. In fact, you can look uh, at your activity for the last seven days. Uh, in the console very, very simply. Now something I'll point out is some people kind of um, get a little confused and say, well I can only see the last seven days. That's what you're seeing when you're looking up in the API activity area of the console. All the logs are stored for as long as you want, if not forever, in S3. And you can choose what to do with them once they're in S3. You may choose to move them to Glacier, you may choose to move them to some other system as well. The choice is yours. The other thing that comes into play is how do you ensure the integrity of those log files. Now we want to make sure that when we save a log file it is what it is. Well, We have this feature called the CloudTrail Log File Integrity Validation. And again this is something you simply switch on on the console, the CLI, the SDKs. And basically once you turn on this feature, CloudTrail will deliver digest files on an hourly basis. Now these digest files have information about the log files that were delivered to your bucket hash values for the log files, digital signatures for the previous digest file and the digital signature for the current digest file in the S3 metadata section. So what this means is you can analyze and ensure that the log files you're looking at have not been tampered with. This is really useful in an auditing situation and just to give yourself that confidence that the log files you're looking at are in fact uh, the ones that should be there and haven't been tampered with in any way. Something else you can do if you want to get really fancy with your log file handling is use the CloudTrail Processing Library. This is a Java library that makes it easy to build an application that reads and processes those CloudTrail log files. Uh, you can grab that from GitHub. And it basically gives you functionality to handle tasks like continuously polling an SQS queue, reading and parsing SQS messages, downloading log files stored in S3, parsing and serializing events in the log file in a fault tolerant manner. It's pretty nifty and a good way to start building things that you might want to. Of course, you can also integrate uh, the Cloud Trail logs into a bunch of other services as well. Really, you're limited only by your imagination. Now, as I mentioned, you can have up to five trails per region. And you may be wondering, well, why would I have more than one trail? That sort of uh, seems a bit over the top. You know, I'm collecting my log files. Shouldn't I just be happy with that? They're in one place. Often we have different requirements for log files. Some log files may need to go to a particular system, other log files may need to be analysed by a different department, a security department, an auditor. Some may even need to go to a regulator. By having 5 separate buckets you can set completely different access abilities to those buckets. This becomes really important in a separation of duties situation. We want to make sure that certain people can't access information if they don't need to. Most organizations operate on a need-to-know basis, and these log files uh, don't need to be known for many types of users. By having up to 5 different trails, you can be very selective about who can see particular log file sets. That way, you can ensure that only the right people have access to the data at the right time. So that is a bit of a summary of AWS CloudTrail. Again, something really really important to have active activated on your account. In fact, my recommendation to you would be to go and turn on at least one trail for every region that you have, so you at least are starting to log information today, as in now, and then look at it more closely and see what you might do from a strategic perspective. Do you want to build some automation? Do you want to send it into some other sort of uh, security tooling that you have, some sort of alerting system? Do you need to have those multiple trails for auditing purposes? The choice is yours, but this gives you that really good visibility of what's happening in your account. So that's it for this episode. Great to be back. Thank you so much for listening. Do tell others that we're back because we've been uh, a little bit quiet for a while. So we're very excited to be uh, producing a lot more content for you over the coming weeks. You can always send us feedback at podcast at amazon.com. And until then, keep on building.